What is up, everyone? We're back at it again with another case for the Super Bowl episode. Uh, this one's going to be following the Green Bay Packers, another team like the 49ers, who had a successful 2019 season and was also called overrated by many. So the thing is, yes, you could say like just with the 49ers again, I mean, the Packers, you could say they're overrated. But that being said, they went to the semifinals. They might have gotten blown out, but they still went to the semifinals. And once you get to that point, anything can happen. I mean, we would look at look at the Giants many years back. Uh, they were nine and seven in the semifinals. People were projecting to lose by like twelve, and then they went to the Super Bowl. And people were projecting to lose by twelve to the Patriots, the sixteen and old Patriots. And guess what? They won. So anything can happen. When you get to that point, and the fact that they can get to that point. It's because they have a quarterback who's experienced like Aaron Rodgers. So let's get into all the moves they can make and their their overall case for what they already have, how they're going to be able to get to the Super Bowl with what they have. So first off, just like the other episodes, we're going to go over what they already have and what they need. So on offense, they got a quarterback in Aaron Rodgers. He's getting a little older, but for this year, I mean, they're not going to go out and draft someone. They're going to stick with Aaron Rodgers for a few more years before they decide to go out and draft someone to back him up for a year or two. So that being said, so they've got him. And then for wide receiver, obviously need some help there. They did get Devin Funchess in free agency. But that being said, they've got like three wide receiver threes and then a wide receiver one. Devontae Adams obviously being their wide receiver one. They don't really have a two. And then, like I said, I mean, yeah, Devin Funchess, Marquise Valdez-Scantling. Um, you know, they've got a few wide receiver threes. Alan Lassard. They've just got too many wide receiver threes and they need a wide receiver two, kind of similar to the Minnesota Vikings situation. Now for tight end, they lost their tight end and they haven't gotten a new one. So that's a huge hole as well. So those are two holes we're going to fill in this episode. Um, running back, they've got a great pair in Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams. The only problem there is I, they got to start using Jamal Williams a little less, to be honest. Aaron Jones averaging an absurd amount per carry. Jamal Williams, let's be honest, not the best running back to be getting as many snaps as he is as, as he is as of now um i know that matt lafleur wants to use two running backs but he's just got to look at his options and just look at maybe this isn't the best option maybe we just stick with aaron jones moving forward so on the defensive side of the ball we saw jair alexander really take a step up next year last year um i've heard people call him overrated but i don't understand those accusations because Yes, every cornerback is going to give up a couple touchdowns, but Jair was a solid corner most of the year. I would kill to have him on the Vikings. Um, that coming from a Vikings fan, if you haven't noticed by now. And, I mean, they definitely do need help at corner still. They could use a corner too, but, you know, they've got some guys. At safety, I mean, they had a rookie safety last year. Wasn't the best, wasn't the worst. They got Adrian Amos, Amos aside from him. They got him from the Bears last year, so I mean, not a bad pair of safeties, not the best, but enough to work with at this point. Um, and then you go to the biggest thing that made them so great last year was that defensive line, or I guess the outside linebackers, but Preston Smith and uh, Zadarius Smith, that was such a deadly duo. Um, they're super good together. They it's great for the Packers that they both came together for them in free agency. They've made a giant impact over there. They were the biggest difference from 2019 to 2018, in my opinion, on that team. Um, middle line backer, they are losing 
Blake Martinez, but guess what? They're upgrading. They got Joe Schrober in free agency, which is a huge move because Blake Martinez, yeah, he had a lot of tackles, but the reason he was getting a lot of tackles was because he couldn't cover, and so he had to tackle them after covering. So say he's good at tackling, whatever, he's terrible at covering. So he needs to go into a different scheme. And then you got Joe Schrober coming in, who is good at coverage, and he's going to help them out a lot. So they've definitely got some pieces to work with there. They've got to fill in a couple holes, but I like the base of the Packers. If they can just fill in those holes, they've got a real shot to win the Super Bowl in 2020. So this one's fun because we've got a couple different options that we can do with the first round pick. So obviously we addressed that they need a wide receiver and a tight end. Honestly, they need a tight end probably a little bit even more than a wide receiver. That being said, for where their first round pick is, <clears throat> I think it makes more sense for them to get a wide receiver. And I think that guy is Denzel Mims. Now, before we go any further for a bit, I do want to say, I know I said that 49ers would be drafting Denzel Mims. And that's because in this series, we're looking at a best case scenario for this stuff, but not too unrealistic. We want it to stay realistic, but also it is a good, it's like, the case scenario that you want as a fan of this team. So that being said, so this is very possible. Packers could very possibly get Denzel Mims. In fact, it's probably likely because they're actually one before the 49ers would be likely to take him. Um, There is a possibility that Titans could go and snag them the one pick before the Packers. But that being said, this is actually probably where I would predict Denzel Mims in an actual mock draft. So Denzel Mims, um, good wide receiver. I have seen a couple things in the tape that I've watched on him that look like something I've seen in bus in in uh past in past experiences. But I mean, his route running it hasn't always been the best. But he's got a good frame to just go up and get the ball. Um, that he can really help out the Packers. And at this point, doesn't even matter. Maybe if he isn't the best, even a six hundred fifty yard receiver is kind of what they need because. Devontae Adams is still the core of that receiving core. I mean, he's the guy you want to focus on, but you just need someone else to help him out because you can't just have one guy. And then with that, then you have Marquise Valdez-Scanlon, who can be your deep fly guy. So, you know, if they get Denzel Mims, their receiving core, pretty much fixed at that point. Now, as I addressed, they could use a cornerback to help out Jair Alexander because you don't just want one corner in a base defense, in a base 3-4, and a base 4-3 you're going to use two corners. Um, the only time you don't use two corners is sometimes when you're using a 4-4, but that's very unlikely for teams to use a base 4-4. And the Packers do run a 3-4. And if you don't know what a 3-4 is, it means three defensive linemen that are working on the interior, two outside linebackers that play on the line on the edges. So that's Darius Smith and Preston Smith for them. And then you've got two inside linebackers down the middle. So you could use this pick for an inside linebacker. A lot of people do. Um, I've seen many uh, mock drafts having them take Troy Die in the second round, which I don't think is the worst pick to try to get another inside linebacker, but I don't necessarily trust in Troy Die based on what I've seen of him. Um, so I'm thinking maybe, once again, this one, he could be taking a few picks before this, but Damon Arnett, a cornerback out of Ohio State, he was the lockdown corner last year. And um, he didn't get as much of an opportunity just because of all the other good players on Ohio. And what I mean by that is 
he wasn't their cornerback one. That being said, he's still a great player. I mean, so many good players in Ohio State. The backups are still being drafted. So he'll be a good corner for them to go with Jair Alexander. I don't think he'll start from day one, but a depth piece, and he's their corner three, I bet, from the start. So that's a good piece to add to your team. Um, Third round, there's where I think they could really go for a tight end. Now, for their third round pick, uh, here's an exciting one for the Packers fans. I have them going out for this and getting the Deus Moss. And if you haven't been following football, he is Randy Moss, the second greatest wide receiver of all times kids. So some people haven't gone in the second round, but let's be honest, teams aren't going to go, oh, this is Randy Moss's kids. We're going to draft him early. No, you look at their talent. So people that have him going in the second round, he's not quite a second round talent. He's about a third round talent. And so he's not necessarily the best, but he is, and he, he is a big frame for Aaron Rodgers to throw to. That's really all that Aaron Rodgers wants in his tight ends. So they lost Jimmy Graham to the Bears in free agency. So I think it's a good move to go and draft the Deus Moss. And hell, who knows? Maybe he has some Moss magic just like his dad did. So we'll see. Um, like I said, I don't think he's the best tight end, but he definitely will help out their team, even if he's just a tight end two on the team. I mean, I watched the Vikings this past year, and they got Irv Smith later in the second round. And he turned out to be a great pick for us. Got us about 400 yards. That's really all you need in these later round tight ends. Or not later round, so early, but non-first round pick tight ends. So I think the Deus Moss can help them out this next year. Now, so the Packers do still need depth at middle linebacker. And I think that's the biggest thing that they're still missing at this point. So I think they go out in free agency and get Alec Ogletree, you know, you can put him around different places, and the thing is, though, he's a good tackler, and I think that's really what they want in the middle linebacker, what the Packers do, and they've got a good coverage guy in Joe Schulbert. Um, you pair him up with Alec Ogletree, and I'm not saying that Alec Ogletree plays all the snaps for that, but he's at least a good depth piece, in my opinion, so I think that's the last thing that they need to do to really help solidify their chance. Well, that is it for this episode of the ATFF Ball Show case for the Super Bowl. So sorry about the bad quality right now. My mic just died. So just quick recording the outro for this. Um, but yeah, no, Packers will definitely be another Super Bowl contender for next year. And I think with these moves, they have a clear path for the Super Bowl. Aaron Rodgers still a great quarterback all around. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, hope you enjoyed the video. Please give it a thumbs up. Um, share it with other people. Um, Starting as a smaller podcast, it really helps when you share my content with other people. Have them subscribe to the show. Um, really helps me out trying to start out right now. And yeah, thanks for listening. Hope you enjoyed.